Welcome to the Backyard Blitz. Week 5 of the NFL season is in the books. The boys review all the action from an absolute action-packed Week 5. What is roughing the passer? And why are coaches being so aggressive? And is it costing their team games? Week 6 has a blockbuster matchup of the Bills and the Chiefs. It's a rematch that we've been waiting for. Who the boys pick? Of course, the Prophet stops by to give his much-needed fantasy advice, and the crew previews all the big matchups of Week 6. You don't want to miss this. It's entertaining, it's football, and it's right here. Let's get it. Welcome to the Backyard Blitz. It's Wednesday, fellas. Week 5 was absolutely epic. We got a ton to talk about. But before we get into that, make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you take a look at our Twitter handles, scrolling across the bottom. Make sure you give each one of us a follow, maybe some of us more than others. I know that Drew's really entertaining and all that, but we all would like a little uh, follow there. <laughs> Boys, how you guys doing, man? It's been crazy. Philly's got a lot going on this week. You guys are 5-0, and Drew. Uh, you got the Phillies on right now. Uh, Slick, I know high school football is back. How's that going this week, Slick? Uh, as far as Sarasota County, um, this is the actual first week back. Manatee County, they had a couple of makeup games last week, which I attended. Uh, one was last Friday since we had a bye week. I went to that alma mater, uh, watched that game, a couple of kids I coached. And Tuesday, Tuesday, it was a two um crosstown teams that played against each other so the fact that i was able to go out see some kids familiar faces that was a good feeling i'm, I'm just glad high school football is back because for a second it looked this scary it looked real scary that's awesome and uh you guys know that normally drew you know he kind of talks first and i made him wait because he is fired up for this episode <laughs> drew i know that you're ready to go i see Dude, we got, listen, go. what's going on man i'm i'm and i never do this i do have the phillies on in the background there's a lot going on in philly all right we got the phillies in the playoffs for the first time in 11 years the eagles are five and oh i'm not an eagles fan but you, i you know i'm around all the hype we had a huge stacked weekend i made my announcing debut which went phenomenally all right, they're they're <laughs> chanting out, they're chanting my name from the rafters to bring me back. I said, ah, ah. all right, I got other responsibilities, people, but they're trying to get me to come back. Uh, you know, we got a big show. I I think I got some clips tonight. I think I got. Oh yeah, some you clips know you hit me know, up I, for those I, early. I, you know, that's I, what I had to pull a lot of strings. Talk to the producer. <laughs> you know, talk to the owner of the show. Uh, I, I sent a message to Lucy's trying to get a little sponsorship, you know, help here. But I think I got some uh, some videos so tonight. Extra, man. Uh, <laughs> looking forward to it. Going to be a good show, man. I don't even know where to start. Like, we always start off with our winners and losers. And that's what we're going to do tonight. But I don't know how this show is going to be an hour and 15 minutes. I have no idea. There are so many things to talk about we're going to peel back the onion of every little thing that took place this last week uh anywhere from roughing the passer and i'm sure drew has Ooh. some insights on that we got coaching decisions costing games we got quarterbacks that don't know down in distance in the end of a game but man let's start off with the positive i'm a positive guy i think we're all relatively positive except for drew over there in the philly area it doesn't come natural to him <laughs> So what? 
shots fired, man. What do we got? What did you guys like this week? And I, I guess, Drew, we'll go ahead and start with you, man. What did you like? Who's your winner of uh, week six? Yeah, so, you know, and and it's ironic being from Philly and, and uh, growing up and, you know, Philly sports and stuff like that. Uh, my big winner of the week would have to be, and we talked about it a little bit last week, would have to be those Dallas Cowboys, man. All right, they came out. They nobody gave them a chance against the Rams. They they got it done at hey, or, What are you drinking over there, Drew? What's in that? What's in that brewski? What are you talking about? What what's the problem here with the with the Cowboys? All Being right? your winner? Yeah. They got their butts whooped, man. Are you no you, what are you talking about? I know about? I'm just messing with you. <laughs> 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 I'm looking at my stats here. I'm like, wait, what are they doing? No, they no, look great, no. man. No, they, they look lost. great. No, oh man, man. they go into the Super Bowl, uh, freaking uh, uh, defending champions' house, beat the crap out of them. Cooper Rush. How do you sit the guy? How do you sit the guy? And we and we had we got into this argument on a group text. And if you want to yeah. do it now, we can. But I know we Let's got talk a lot about to it. talk about. But. How do you and you bring up the point about Dak being, you know, so wrapped up the the Cowboys being so wrapped up with Dak's contract that it takes the takes the, um, you know, the the question out of the equation of whether they could actually sit him or not. I say, if you're winning, go with the guy who's winning, and I and I don't know what's more important: worrying about how much you're paying Dak or worrying about winning ball games. And I think they're worried about winning ball games, and we'll see. I guess here. In the next couple of weeks, if if that's going to be hold up or not, but I know uh, Rush is supposed to start Sunday night against the Eagles. It's a huge game against the Eagles Sunday night on Sunday night football. So, but uh, Cowboys are my winner of the week. Uh, nobody gave him a shot. Rush didn't have a great game, but he came out and did what he had to do to get the win. Um, but yeah, I think, like I said, you got to ride the hot hand, and I know we disagree on it, but I, I, I see. I don't know. Sides. I mean, I I get it. Sim- simplicity form like who's who's winning who's the hot hand right now hell yeah you got to you got to stay with that guy but then we we all know the nfl is a business Larry, what? oh man they're coming hey it, they're it's coming starting to hot hard, on you today nice man hair, I'm, I'm, I'm not bald <laughs> he's trying to get that sponsorship from bosley's so uh <laughs> what's going on tonight what, what are you uh, did you send out a, a cryptic message where everybody jump not, on me tonight and, I'm telling you. And, and, like is this jump on drew night you know no i don't know no not at all but hey <laughs> simplest like simple forms right you want to go with the hot hand cooper rush is undefeated as a quarterback in the nfl and it starts but there's another aspect to it in the nfl we know that it's a business and Dak Prescott's contract, what I think it's like 160 million, but like 125 of that is guaranteed. guaranteed. So, how in the world, like, let's just Cooper Rush wins three more games and Dak's still sitting there? Like, at some point, there's going to be a decision that has to be made. Now, in our text, Drew, you made a phenomenal point of it happened before with Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe signed this deal one of the first hundred million dollar contracts what? In, yeah i think it, it might have been the first in, yeah. it might have been the so first you got, you got drew bledsoe with a hundred million dollar contract punctured his lung or collapses his lung goes out yeah. that opens the door for a guy named tom brady to come in and six rounder bledsoe never got his job back hundred million dollars 
Nope, I get it. You know, you talk about guaranteed money and stuff like that, but that's what it is. It's guaranteed. So it's guaranteed whether you're winning or guaranteed whether you're losing. It's guaranteed whether you're on the bench or it's guaranteed whether you're on the field. And or if, if you like get I cut, said, if I'm if I'm Jerry Jones, man, uh, dude, nobody, nobody, nobody thought you would be in the position you're at right now when when Dak went when down. Dak went down. Yep. The the NFC East has somehow risen from the ashes over the the course of this year and they are in the position that they're in and, and like i said how do you how do you stop or how do you just stop and especially if they beat the the eagles this week man how do you yeah you man that's can't make a change right slick now. i know i think you're a little bit more on I, well i don't know who's do you think if when Dak's healthy it's just his job even if cooper rush wins one two three more games like, do you think they just give it back to him? Because right now I'm, I'm thinking they're like, hey, let's just let him get healthy and see what happens. If Cooper Rush has a bad game, it kind of works itself out. Like, where do you where do you think, like, where do you stand on this, man? If we're on the high school level, of course, you go with Rush. College level even, you go with Rush. NFL, like you said, money's involved. They're going back with Dak once he gets healthy. Yeah, they're going back I, with Dak. I'm not, not saying that win. I agree with it. Not if they win it. Sunday night. Not if they win Sunday night. They're I will, going I will back with that. put my words in cement right now. If they win we Sunday night. Rush, we can put them in cement. We can put them in L.A. On the, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the stroll where the star is at. We can, <laughs> they're going back with that once Ricky, he gets healthy. Ricky, let's make a We're little We're talking bet. about Jerry's hair world. We're not hair. talking about Kraft hair versus in, hair. In, in, in Massachusetts. We're talking about Jerry's world. Hair versus hair. If the Cowboys win Sunday I'm night, not my Cooper hair. Rush not, will not, be not the starting quarterback next like. week. <laughs> not for a team I don't even like. <laughs> I'm, I don't bet with anybody but Miami. That's it. Yeah, let's let's go back and talk about the the Hurricanes this weekend. Well, let's talk yeah, about this, yeah. guys. With, <laughs> Look, with the Cowboys, <laughs> check this out. With the Cowboys, though, do you think it's because of Cooper Rush that they're winning, or do you think it's because of that defense? Because that defense has been balling out. I think it has something – I definitely think it has something to do with the defense. They have been playing ball. But I also feel it's because Cooper Rush is a new quarterback to the league. So other teams that they've been playing, they don't have film on him really to be able to game plan for him versus a Dak Prescott. That's not wrong. Like, it, just think about it. Any quarterback, any running back, any receiver, guy that has stepped up in the role – that had yeah. ability or talent, you can't plant. Matter of fact, Cap, Kaepernick, when he first got his spot in, in Frisco, yep, nobody had film on him his first year. First 18 months. He had a phenomenal That's what I'm saying. Months. So the whole first RPO year, deal, whole his running ability, him, his funny range of motion, the way he threw it, it was new. It was new. Only film they had really from him was at Nevada. He killed the league. Yeah. It, it, it happens. No, like, I'm, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'll tell you it helps any time that you have a defense that's getting six, seven sacks oh, it definitely uh, does. against Rams. We talked about that does. last week, Slick, is I felt like that, that Cowboys defense was going to go in there and put a lot of pressure on Matt Stafford. What happened first drive? Sack fumble. Uh, Marcus Lawrence takes it to the house, man. So it, it, it it's crazy. Make a difference. That NFC East – I will tell you, I didn't expect. I don't think anybody on the show expected there to be two four nah. and one teams and a five and zero team going into week six. Yeah, no, it took everybody by surprise, man. That's um, crazy. Nobody expected that they went from from zero to 
Seller dwellers, to, you got four teams, four and one, and then the commanders are the commanders. I, and we'll talk about that later, <laughs> but I think Ron Rivera gets Oh, man. Hey, Slick, do, who you got as your winners you of uh, week five? Philly. I'm, I, I, like I said in the beginning, if you give <laughs> Taylor Hurts a number one, a true number one, he will make stuff happen. They, I'll, I won't even just give it to Philly. Drew and I actually had a little back and forth this afternoon about the Philly fans. Did you guys see how those fans went down to Arizona and absolutely took that entire stadium over? That was like a home game for Philadelphia. Yeah. There, it's common. They, I'm telling you, man. And we were, t- and I was busting your chops about you know you saying nobody travels like San Francisco, and I'm not a, I'm not an Eagles fan. I'm like not. Four. I'm like not. The Eagles like travel. Four. Better than anybody I've ever seen. They took over Miami Stadium. They take over Washington Stadium every time they play there. They uh, they took over Arizona. They uh, they took over Vegas uh, last year. They travel very well. Actually, it was definitely it was uh, definitely a home game. There's a there's a picture of it where you could see it's yeah. it's the Sirianni, and then the whole background is green, and then at the bottom you say. Well, or home of the Arizona Cardinals or something. I'll, I'll say it's five, like Frisco. I give you Frisco for sure. I give you Oakland. I give you Dallas. I give you Philly, and I give you Baltimore. Baltimore. We'll they, see this weekend. They, yeah, yeah, Drew. Oh, they'll, they'll be there. I'll be Baltimore. at the game. Yeah, I'm going to the Giants. Ravens Baltimore. Game, Baltimore isn't far from New York. They'll be there. Yeah, man. I can't even believe it. So, if you would have told me when we first started this, that by week six, that we're going to do a winner segment and every single one of our winners was going to be somebody from the NFC East. I've told you you're crazy, Uh but guess who my winner is the New York football giants, man. I don't, we didn't really give them much of a shot. Like I kind of saw, you know, Hey, they're three and one. They're going to go to London. That's a long trip. They're playing against Rogers and green Bay. We'll see what happens. We'll see how for real they are. But I was not a believer in what they were doing. But uh, hey, Drew, I got a, I got a little clip here Uh-oh. of uh, Saquon Barkley because that guy has been ripping up this entire league right now, and I'm excited for him. Check out some of the plays that he made this Sunday over across the pond over there on the pitch, mate. <laughs> Second and seven, direct snap to Barkley, trying to get to the edge. Oh, he sidled through an opening, and Saquon Barkley. This is like speed. Saquon back at Penn State, man. Yeah, no. no. no part of him. Yeah, he might not. He's putting out here. Second and ten, Jones. There's Barkley in the open field. I will say, when nobody's on a player like Barkley, he's going to make plays like this. Like there was nobody around him. Look at his Wildcat. What is this? 2007. My only question is, because you can't have him in hours to go on the end of it. And that was the game winner. Look at that guy. Yeah, it's like you said. He's he's back to Penn State Saquon, and we always knew he could do it possibly, but he hasn't shown that in the NFL yet. With you know, he's been riddled by injuries and stuff like that. And that was the question going into the year: How good is Saquon going to be? And he's he's just showing that he's being freaking awesome. <laughs> like he's and and it shows by the Giants' record, man. Yeah, and. Being a team like Green Bay, and they didn't just do it. I know I just showed the Saquon clips, but mm-hmm. the defense came up big late in that game, well right? Too. I think there was a minute left, 
and Rodgers goes to throw it. Uh, I think the first one was tipped by Kavion Thibodeau. They bring – yeah, he's he playing is. well. They brought a zero blitz on fourth and two. They get a tip at the line when he's trying to to throw a touchdown pass. And next thing you know, Green Bay is heading back to uh, was it Appleton, Wisconsin, with a with a big L and a lot of question marks uh, of Aaron Rodgers and what that team looks like. Because if the Giants can do that, you know, what are some of the other teams in the NFC? You know, how deep is that team going to go? But I mean. Hell of a job by the Giants. Give them their flowers. And Brian Dayball, sure. what he's been able no, to Dayball's do. Dayball's been doing man. been doing a great job. And and uh you said something. You said Wisconsin or Green Bay's going back to Wisconsin with their tail between their legs. I don't think Rogers cares. I don't think he cares. And we I've talked He was on the it. Pat McAfee show talking I, I, about I, I psychedelics talk, on Tuesday. Right. Like yeah, I yeah. talked about it earlier. I don't think he cares. But now they're saying like Dayball's setting the setting the standard for first year coaches. Like these first year coaches are going to be on a shorter leash because if this dude can take the Giants from where they were now to being four and one, and in the in the conversation with the NFC East, you better be able to do it too. You know, so uh, yeah, and Sirianni did it last year in his first year taking Philly to the playoffs, and nobody mm-hmm. gave him really much of a chance, right? Like. Some of these first-time coaches are doing it. The coaches are a big piece of the NFL. We're seeing that, and we want to celebrate them when they make those good decisions. Oh, they Man. are. You're, tell- you're telling me that now? Because I tried telling you that back in August with the Denver Broncos, who look like a freaking peewee team, and you guys said, oh, they're NFL players. They'll figure it out. Oh, Now you're going to change your tone, BP, and say the coaches are important in the NFL. When I tried to tell you guys this in August, the Broncos are a joke. Anyway, <laughs> hey, that's a great segment into our losers of the week. And uh, take your pick. You can go anywhere from officiating to coaching decisions to yeah. flat out teams laying an, uh, an egg out there. Drew, I know you got a list that's probably as long as, uh, you know, Santa Claus over my there. Forearms. What do you got? Yeah. <laughs> what do you got, man? What do you got? Listen, Rick. Who's your losers? You said that the Philadelphia Eagles are your winners of the week. It's because the Arizona Cardinals gave them the game. The Arizona Cardinals, and particularly Kyler Murray, are my loser of the week. Double XP weekend. If you watch that final drive, they were driving all the way down the field. They would have said, it's just weird how those final drives came up. You know, I might have a clip about exactly what you're talking about here. Let's bring it up. Let's bring it up. Oh, my God. Thank you. Murray is going to run them into position. Sliding. Let's check that no spot. No timeouts. a first down. No timeouts. A little bit short, so he, you spike it. Now you have to. Kick. So let's explain it. And tie this up with 22. All right, let's bring it back. Let's, right, let's it's going really this. fast so here. We, so the first yeah. play takes place on second and 10. Okay, 36 Correct. seconds left. They have with, no timeouts. Philadelphia is no timeout. up by three points. Okay. When a quarterback slides in the NFL. It goes from where they start their slide. Kyler Murray starts his slide about a yard before the first down marker, which they spot the ball that brings up third down and one with the clock running. Now, instead of getting up and running a play because they're trying to get more yardage and get into the end zone, Murray spikes the ball. It brings up now fourth down and one, have and they kick. have no they point. have no other choice but to kick the field goal. And then- yeah, let's watch this. And then I want to have 
a lengthy discussion on this because I think that there's a lot of problems in Arizona right now, and I think your boy Cliff Kingsbury might end up oh. being on the hot seat for something like this, and I don't think it's Cliff's fault. Okay, I'm not sure it's Cliff's fault. We'll talk. Field. So here's it. Here Maroney it is. He goes. Run them into position. Slides Sorry, right before, so you see that he's, he's just short. Down. It was second and ten. Now it's third one. Short, Gotta so spike he... it because you don't have a timeout. You spike it now. Oh, you you have, have to. It looked like it might. And here's your kicker. He was just brought in, by the way. He was just in KC. It's up there. It's unreal. And it's no good in the direction he had trouble with before the. All right. Who's who's this on? Slick. It's Who's on, this on? It's on is this Kyler on Kyler? Murray. Is this on the coaching staff? Kyler's got a radio in his helmet, right? You should know uh, the situation. Somebody yeah. should be saying, "Don't spike it, run a play." Who's this on? I might. I, I think I might go with the QB just for the simple fact that before the whole spike, understand down the distance and understand where the first down marker is. You got to know where you're at on the field. Like, like Drew just said, if he gets the first down. They give you that little sporadic second to place the ball, but it's first down. Now the whole decision of what you're going to do, it changes versus third and one. And like it just changes the whole decision making for the coach. I like, yeah, I put that on, I put that on Murray. You gotta put maybe maybe he's not studying four hours throughout the week. I don't know. You got to put it on Murray. He knows the rules. He's enough of a running quarterback to know that when you give yourself up. You're, you're marked down where the start of you you giving yourself up begins. He was short of the first down marker. He didn't know where he was on the field. And then he doesn't have the wherewithal to know it's third down. Yeah. I can't spike the ball right now. Run a play. He, he could have yeah, turned play. around and hand Definitely the ball off. He could have turned yeah. around and handed the ball off and then spiked the ball. Yeah. Let's, let's even take it back to when he ran. Why in the world I see – we see quarterbacks, Josh Allen, go head first to try to get the first down. I see Patrick Mahomes do it. I see all these quarterbacks do it. Uh, Lamar Jackson. I see all these quarterbacks know exactly where those markers are. And you want to know it? They, if they got to have it, I'm all about, you know, protect the quarterback. But Drew, if you're right there and you know, hey, I'm getting some contact, I know for a fact you're lowering your shoulder, bud. But that's that's even, the thing. That's not Before even close, he gets, like, my bad. Good. Go ahead, Drew. No, because. He, I, I can kind of see where he's coming from. He wanted to get the first down and then quickly get back on the ball. So I'm not even. I don't even think that he. Do you think he thought he had it? Uh, yeah, he I think he thought slide. that he had the first down, but he didn't. Now, if he knew that he didn't have the first down, is he gonna? Is he that kind of guy to to lower his shoulder? I don't think he is. He's gonna. He's a. He's a stepper out of bounds, which is fine by me. But in his mind, he had the first down, so he slid. But yeah, you're right. Like any a, a lot of other quarterbacks, man, they're going to fight for that for for an extra yard or two if they need to. But in his mind, he didn't know where he was on the field. And Awareness. Then, but okay, all that aside, uh, I screwed up. It's a, it's third down now. I have to run a play, and he didn't realize that. And that dude, it's it's not good. And like you said, Cliff, so here this Cliff is where I'm starting to wonder what's now. going on Cliff with him and the coaches. Right, him and the coaches. Right, all off season. There's a, he scrubs his Instagram. Like we go through all this. There's that clause in his contract about you know film study and all this stuff. I think and he has this back. stat that's out there of double XP weekend on Call of Duty, which it was. He's three and forty three, 
43 and 43 in double XP weekends. I, I know it's crazy to talk about stuff like that, but he also has a freaking microphone in his earpiece. Is one of these coaches, whether it's offensive coordinator, Cliff, whoever's in his earpiece saying, hey, you didn't get the first down, we got to run a play. Like what? What's hap- Where is that disconnect of I did not get the first down to I spiked the ball. What, where's that communication between him getting up, realizing it's third and one to not like, is he ignoring cliff? Like, I, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's horrible. Cause I feel like cliff's going to end up on the hot seat because they're stuck with Kyler because Brandon, he just got this contract. It's done. It's done. Just, just like cement my words. Cooper rush will be the starter. Cement my words. Cliff Kingsbury will not have another season in Arizona. I, I think He's I'm done. with you. He's done. But and, and I think it's wrong because I think it's because of Kyler. I don't think it it's ain't because of, of this game. It ain't because of this game. It's because of this season. I mean, there's too many, too many outside, uh, too much rat poison, as Lane Kiffin likes to say, man. Like too much yeah. outside noise with Cliff Kingsbury. I think he's better suited, maybe possibly for the college game. Yeah. All right, Slick. Who you got for your loser of the week? Raiders. <laughs> Man, tell me Raiders. why. Tell me why. Raiders. I got to know. They, I thought they played well. I thought they played well. They, they went did. into Kansas City. They were up by 17 points. They were manhandling uh, Kansas City. Like it, Mahomes had a different look in his eye. Nothing was working. And then all of a sudden, and that we're going to talk about it in a minute, but there's a penalty that happened that uh, shouldn't have been a penalty, right? And then it just kind of flipped. So what what's going on with the Raiders? What do you think it is? You think it's a coach? You think it's Carr? Like what do you think is the defense? Like what what do you think it is? I think it's a mixture of everything. <clears throat> me 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 personally, um, I don't know. Like you said, they were up big. The defense allowed them to come back into the game, which I just feel like. You can kind of put it on the defense, but at the same time, Mahomes is one of those guys to where he's never out of it until he's out of it. You know what I'm saying? And But at the same time, I feel like the defense was playing good enough to where you kick the field goal and tie the game and go overtime. Yeah, like kick the extra point. Yeah. Yeah. Like like, these these coaching decisions, man, like in – and we'll even kind of dive into that maybe a little bit here. So they go for it. Four minutes left in the game, Drew. Four minutes left in the game. I they just hit. At this point. I'm sure it's okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll do a recap. Four minutes left in the game. They score a touchdown. Devonte Adams, Derek Carr make a hell of a play. Second touchdown by Devonte Adams on the night. I I even text Matt, who's in the chat right now. I said, "Man, a Raider's going to tie it here with an extra point." That's how sure I was they're going to kick the extra point. Oh wait, they could line up for two and they run it right up the gut to one of their best players on defense, one of the Chiefs' best players, Chris Jones, with Josh Jacobs, who was having a hell of a night, and they get stuffed. With four, yes. with four minutes left in the game, I can see that in the second quarter maybe, third quarter even. But fourth quarter, like, you know what kind of – you're an arrowhead, man. You've had every call go against you. There's been all this stuff going on, and you're not going to take the opportunity to try to tie it. Like, you're not that's having why, issues. And, with that, the, and that's with why I think – I think you just answered your own question, man. You're an arrowhead. Everything's been going against you the entire night. Here's our chance to go up and leave no doubt because we don't want to take this thing to overtime because we don't want to leave it in anybody else's hands. 
Some of the, and I didn't see the game, and I will admit that because I, I you know, it's late for on the East it's Coast. 11 o'clock. You're tired. I'm an old, now. old man. You know, I was sleeping like a baby. <laughs> anyway, I, I saw some of these, some of these penalties that were called. You call defensive holding on a field on a goal? Field goal. All right. So that just shows you the cards are stacked against you. So I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't hate the Raiders' decision here to go for two because guess what? You know, you, like you said, you're in foreign territory. Nothing's going your way. You got the refs that are that are not helping you in any way. Take it out of everybody's hands. And hey, it's three yards. Let's you know, gut up. And I'm better than you. And I'm going to dominate you for three yards. And I'm going to get into the freaking end zone and 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 get my two points. But they didn't do that. So if if that's the case, that's, though, I would have called it. Larry, you never play. you never made a truer statement. By the way, hold I, on. I, I, w- I wouldn't have... <laughs> He's not on a head and shoulders <laughs> commercial, is he? <laughs> anyway. I would have called it different. I would have called it a better play, though. Maybe like a, some type of like boot, boot play action. What they, they just it, gave they Jacobs the ball. Gun. That's the other thing. They ran, yeah. it, they ran it from gun, and they ran Jacobs right up the... Right up the middle. The yeah, yeah. like a trap. Yeah. Like, oh, don't get me wrong, like BP said, he, he had been yeah. running the ball effectively all night, but that's not what I'm calling to go ahead. And again, <laughs> thing, I almost like, go up and I try to try to draw him off sides or something to see if I can get a shorter go of it, you know, get them all amped up. Like, you're going to go, go for two. It's like, oh, that, and then, you know, try to get them to draw off sides and then say, okay, maybe they didn't. I don't know. I don't know, like this look or whatever it is. But just that, I don't know. I get what you're saying, Drew. And Troy Aikman, he on on the broadcast, he was like, "I like this decision," but you know, these decisions are all hindsight's twenty twenty. Troy Aikman also might work. not be on a broadcast again in in today's America, but he's in a <laughs> little know, hot man. water uh, for his comments. And while so, we're on the topic of this game, uh, who's oh, uh, who's the big Raiders fan in this in this chat all the time? Matt. Matt. Okay, Matt. Enjoy not having your number one receiver for a while because he if he gets suspended, he deserves to be suspended because it was a total scumbag move and it makes me sick. And I hope that they freaking suspend him for five games. Oh man. Yes. I don't give a crap about your bullshit apology. And I'm sorry for cursing, but your BS apology (laughs) on Twitter to the guy, he shouldn't have ran in front of me. Dude, conduct yourself like a professional, man. You just lost a game. It's a game. You, I you will say there's somebody. another angle at this though where he I, I was they have I, his head I, I, down. I was about I was about to get and to the that. The guy TV comes TV. out of nowhere and he comes up and it was like a reaction, like he didn't even know who this guy was, and it was it wasn't like a a, a hard push or anything. Uh, it was a push. He shouldn't have done it. I get it. It was a two arm extension and should have helped him up. Okay, crap! I didn't mean to do that. The, but the guy pressed charges and he got charged, and I, I'm rightfully so, and I hope he gets suspended because I, 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 the, I, I don't I was like these, say the same these, thing with you these athletes think that they got some kind of uh, freedom to do whatever they want to people because they're professional athletes, and it, it bothers me, man. Now, I get, now, I, I'm just saying there's two sides to every story, and when you look at what happened from the angle in which I, I did, you see this guy come out of nowhere, and Devonte had his head down. He wasn't even looking, and this guy just is in front of him that's, all of a sudden. BP, that's I get fine. he shouldn't push him. I get that. He gets he gets he comes out of nowhere. He pushes him down with two hands. Okay, help him up. Help, I, that's dude, that's my guy. thing. Okay, hey, man, I'm I didn't sorry. Mean you that. know, he's, I didn't mean to in, do that. It was a, it was a knee jerk reaction. He came out of nowhere. I didn't know who you were. Blah blah blah. 
bother. It, it just bothers. Me. It's entitlement. I, I get it's it. Entitlement. And I'm to me, I think though it's maybe a little bit different if Antonio Brown did it in my eyes than Devontae Adams, who's literally never had a problem like with anything, yeah. and it just kind of happened. I kind of want to give him the benefit of the doubt a little same bit, but yeah, these guys, Larry said, with these guys, they don't want to shake hands, they don't want to do this because they lose their, you know, they throw tantrum. Like, dude, it's stupid. It's stupid. I mean, You're a professional. I agree with both of you guys. Me personally, I feel like. I feel like it was a situation. When I looked at it from different angles, it kind of looked like a setup situation. Now I do agree. It was because Vegas. of the fact it was of, Vegas. No, 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 not in not in this, not in this sense. The fact that he does have a name. He his name is who he is. He is a number one receiver for Vegas, uh Raiders or whatever the case may be. I definitely he was just pissed off just a minute ago. Yeah, like, exactly. So I, I do agree with Drew. He shouldn't have handled the situation that way because he is in a professional eye. He's in a he's in the, he's in that business, the entertainment business, the NFL professional level, whatever the case may be. But again, we all have been there before where we've been frustrated to the max because something didn't go right. And we're just walking and we are zoned out from being so frustrated and pissed off, whether it's at a coach, whether it's at that loss, whether it's at our performance as an individual, whether it's at a team, whatever the case may be. I'm sorry. I disagree. And somebody like, like, I've been, I've been angry before before about losing the game, but I've never, I've never lost my composure so much to, to physically assault somebody. Like it's, it's, I, I disagree, man. But I've never been I've never been in that head 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 frame. Well, I've never been I, in that mindset. I'm speaking so from experience. I've been know, pissed off to the point place. to where I've lost. <clears throat> now I'm not saying that I, I be honest with you, if I was in that situation, I can't sit here and say that I wouldn't have or I wouldn't I would have. Like I can't tell you how I would have handled the situation. If I'm pissed off because of how we lost and the fact that we did lose and we're one in four now. And I'm walking to the locker room and my head is down on some like just pissed off, mad, whatever the case may be. And I just see a body just jump in front of me. My reaction would be like, whoa, what you doing? Yeah. Like, well, here's my thing. But if I would have up, I would have went and grabbed him and helped him up. Yes, like, my bad, course. man. And I if just you're pissed reacted. off, like, that, that's on me. I apologize, whatever the case may be. I wouldn't have just walked over him. And act like right. he was yeah. he wasn't. I think that's I think that's the difference nothing. too. I think that's the part that kind of irritated me was that he just kind of walked off. I I totally get it. Like the view that I saw, the guy appeared out of nowhere, and I mean the shove and everything is like, whoa! Like this guy could be a fan or whatever. I'm trying to play devil's advocate with because Devontae's a pretty good guy. Like he hasn't really had any of this stuff before, and he I did. Like just, that was an emotional up. game. I get it. And I've been pissed off. I know we've all been pissed off. I don't think I would have shoved him, but I know at the same time, like if we, it could have been a fan or whatever it is, but nonetless, it is what it is. These guys, like this is on up. national TV, and what happened yeah. happened, and he kept walking. That's what I feel like I was, if, you're, if you I, lose I, a game, I don't agree. If you I don't lose agree a game, why don't you look in the freaking mirror? That's up. your first. That's where that that should be your first look. Is look in the mirror why you guys lost. Don't be mad at somebody else. And don't be all pissed off and throw a little fit and push a freaking camera. He played it's just ball. like it's just like these coaches. So he, I don't care, Rick. It's just like these coaches who they lose a game and and they're contractually obligated to do, to do an interview on the field and yeah, they they too. they curse out an interview reporter. Compose yourself, dude. Be I mean, I hear you, but at the end of the day, we're all human. So I understand exactly. people. Exactly, you're a human. I, you're a human exactly. So a my game. thing is, you're not I a professional. People, you're not a people professional. People raise the bar. Society it's not life or death. 
raise the bar for pe- professional game. athletes, but they're still humans. Yeah, they still exactly. have, they still You're can human. react. So they care still for can... other humans, react yeah. to other humans. So at the end of the day, what I'm saying is all three of us are not professional athletes at this point. If someone got you out your element, are you wrong or right? Like if you handle it a certain way. I've lost plenty of games in my life and I've never snapped on anybody that wasn't uh, directly I, I get responsible that. or well, I'm involved. Saying it, and like we, the, we can we can agree to disagree. Well, I mean, I'm just saying and that's just what I'm it playing is. devil's advocate with this one just because every, every, everybody has their own is, personal whatever. It is it. what it is. It is what it is. I'm not well, saying Here's another one to get us fired up because I'll tell you what, who my loser of the week is. These NFL officials, man. These NFL officials. So I'm going to play two plays side by side. This one happened on Sunday to our boy, Tom Brady, who's got more issues than Sports Illustrated right now. Okay. New England, take down Detroit. Tom yeah, that, that was, this, this one was well, here, He's getting sacked. He gets slung down. Normal play. He tries to trip him. And then all of a sudden, Here's a flag. What's the flag for? Slam Tom to the ground. I, I think he's coming around and he's got him by the hips and he's rolling through the tackle. So we got a personal foul roughing the passer on this, which, by the way, if you look at this situation, uh, Tampa's driving. They just sacked him, right? Probably out of field goal position. 256 left. Atlanta's going to have a chance to get the ball back. It's a big call. This, this is a game changing call, okay? So now. We move to Monday night. Okay. Monday night football happens. Let's see where we at here. And uh, here's the one that happens to Derek Carr. And I think Chris Jones was the other player. Carr is hit from behind. Oh, did they call that? And a the penalty? ball is taken away. They, by they called this. Yeah, they called that ripping the pass. Comes out on and the you're going to see here on the replay, yeah, group, he's recovering a fumble in the meantime, so he can't hold his body weight up because that part of that rule is you can't drop your body weight on him or whatever, but he's recovering the football in the meantime. Let's not forget the one that they call um, for Allen. Yeah. So watch this, Drew. He literally has a ball. He's recovering a fumble as he's going down. That's why he lands on. They call that roughing the passer. So, man, my loser of the week are these NFL officials. And here's why. We got to have some consistency with this. I'm all about protecting the quarterback. I get it. These guys, if the, these quarterbacks go out of the game, we've seen what happens when a backup comes in and the quality of ball that happens out there, third stringer or whatever. But, man, like there has to be some sort of – I'm not saying change the rule, but some of these refs need to know these guys are 300-pound guys that are running faster than most average humans can. You cannot stop on a dime. Yeah. I get it. Don't lower your shoulder, okay, or don't lower your head and hit him in the head. Don't go low and hit the guy at the knees. But these guys are wrapping up. The one on Brady, he slings him down so he doesn't land on him like Chris Jones did. That's a penalty because, and to your credit, Drew, you said that this was going to happen after what happened to Tua, or I think it might have been you, well, Slick, where we talked about that. And now all of a sudden, I feel like it's an overreaction to what happened to Tua. Now all of a sudden, okay, well, we can't do this, we can't do this, and and it's a penalty. Like, what what's going on here? We'll wait till this happens it, in the playoffs. You know, and uh, you know, uh, let me bring up this, like Coach TL. I never seen him comment before, but thank you for the comment. Like, it is because of the Tua situation, and and not for nothing, BP, like. As a head coach, and I don't know, Ricky, if you guys do this or not, but 
the 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 Brady tackle where he rolls him to the ground like an alligator. Yeah. It's called a Seahawk tackle. Seahawk tackle. We teach, yep. we teach that now. It's yep. taught in high school football and in college it's football. The Seahawk tackle to grab by the hips and roll because you're not yep. taking out somebody's knees and you're not taking out somebody's head. So if you grab them by the hips and roll with them, they're going to go down to the ground. That is what's taught at the at the younger levels. That Brady call might have been the worst call I've ever seen. I could not believe it when that got called. And and I get it. Everybody's trying to cut CYA because of this whole Tua situation. But there was nothing flagrant about the, the Brady call. Now, the, the Chiefs call, I, I admit, I just saw that for the first time. And I could see where they called the body weight thing. But like you said, he's recovering a fumble. Did they... Did they review that? Like they, you know, did the referee yeah, can't, see? It's that not. It was- it's not a reviewable play. They, yeah, they, and they called it that it was. It would have been uh, Chiefs ball. So they knew that he had recovered the fumble, but they called it anyway. That's my. That's my issue. It's like we're taking common sense out of this it's, a little bit. It, yes, is saying you're, okay, you're exactly right. You can't hit him in the head. You can't hit him low. It's common and now sense. You can't sling him to the ground. Well, what can you do then? Because I got to bring him down. That's my job. If I don't do it, I get cut. I go home. Right. I can't feed my family no more doing what I'm well, they doing. Want you to, they so want what, you to wrap him do? up and bear hug him and stand him up like they've, they've done in a couple games. They want it to be like the Pro Bowl on the on these quarterbacks. And I've seen it. They did it to Mahomes. Or I've, the little bit of the Chiefs game I think that I did watch, I saw it happen. Um, they just hug him, and they stand him up, and they blow the whistle. And it, it's sad, man. It's really sad. And we I know we shared some clips – uh, about you know early in Brady's career when he gets his helmet knocked off and like dude it wasn't even a penalty and I'm not saying that's the way it's got to be because times have changed but that ain't it that call yeah. on Sunday is not it no, that's how we no, like I said that it, was a textbook be if I'm coaching on man. you know if I'm breaking down film that's a textbook tackle it's called a Seahawk tackle and everybody's teaching it absolutely Absolutely. Well, let's move on. We got our two-minute drill uh, coming up. Let's go ahead and get this beat going. There we go. Can you guys hear me? We're all good. Hey, we had our first coaching fire of the season already. The Carolina Panthers on Monday fired coach Matt Rule. Rule, who had four years remaining on his contract. He signed a seven-year deal, fellas. He's going to be replaced by defensive passing game coordinator Steve Wilkes. Wilkes has one year of head coaching experience with the Arizona Cardinals, but was fired after just one season, and that was when they drafted Josh Rosen, number 10th overall. And guess who just got released, by the way? Keep an eye on that. It's a pretty big Josh deal. Rosen. You get you think that he deserved to be deserved to be fired? What do you guys think? Yeah, unfortunately, I think Matt Rule, uh, you know, I saw the writing on the wall. He, I think, I think. Uh, last week I might have mentioned it, but I was definitely sitting on my couch on Sunday and said he's not going to last through the season. Uh, personal friend of mine, Ed Foley, got fired with him, which I feel bad about. But he was there was three coaches fired: uh, Rule, uh, Jeff, Jeff Snow as defensive coordinator, and Ed Foley. So they'll land on their feet, man. Rule will be back in college in, in no time. Stuff. So. Absolutely. Hey, this one kind of went under the radar. This happened on Sunday in the middle of all the action. The Atlanta Falcons have traded former Pro Bowl linebacker Deion Jones, that number 45 guy that runs around real fast, uh, to the Cleveland Browns for a 2024, not even 2023, boys, 2024, sixth round and seventh round pick. 
the move was announced on Sunday. You think the Atlanta Falcons are kind of starting to get rid of some guys here? Do you think the Cleveland Browns actually made a move to solidify their defense because they're still kind of in the thick of things? What do you think, Slick? I feel like that was a good move for Cleveland, but Atlanta, I feel like that was a dumb move. So one of like, the best defensive players. Man. One of their best defensive players. So they're back consistent. And then you say 24, like we don't even know who's coming out in 24 yet. That's going yeah. to be considered a guy. You have an idea, but you don't know exactly who's coming out in 24 that's going to be a guy for you guys to draft. And on top of that, sixth and seventh round. It's not like first or second. Yeah, guys yeah. that might not even make your roster, quite exactly. honestly. Exactly. Right. Uh, in that Panthers game, quarterback Baker Mayfield looks to be missing some time with a high ankle sprain. He sustained during the Panthers' Week 5 loss to the 49ers. P.J. Walker, who will replace Mayfield in the Panthers' Week 6 matchup against the Rams. You think the, the the fire cell for the Carolina Panthers now? They're firing coaches. We got Baker Mayfield sitting down. Like, what do you think, Drew? Do you think it's fire cell um, time there in Carolina? So the only re- the only reason uh, PJ was there is because he's a Temple guy and he was a Matt Rule guy at Temple. Uh, they had a connection from from college. Uh, Matt Rule brought him in. PJ did some stuff in the what the AAF or whatever one of those uh, off organizations. I. The the uh, the Panthers are are, are they're done. Uh, I don't know you know when we're going to see Baker back, but this is yes the start of a complete uh, cleaning of house for the Panthers. Seahawks running back Rashad Penny will miss the remainder of the season with a broken tibia and a cracked fibula. Horrible. I hate to see that coming from a guy that's really struggled to stay healthy and was starting to have a really good season. Penny was carted off in the third quarter against the Saints. Slick, what do you think this means for the Seahawks? Because they're still right in the thick of things, thick of things at two and three in the NFC West, where three of those teams are still two and three. What do you think this means for uh, the Seahawks in the running game? It kills their running game, honestly. I mean, don't get me wrong; they have two Miami guys, uh, Travis Homer and, and DJ Dallas, but I don't think in the NFL they're like dominant backs. I feel like if you utilize them the right way, Eddie Walker guy though. They do. They got Walker too, but I feel like I still don't. I have to see more of him. So I feel like they do have guys that, if you use them the right way, in the mix of three, you can get. You know what I'm saying? The same uh, same productivity of, uh, of equivalent to like one one good back, if you use all three of them. But at the same time, you still have a Geno Smith at quarterback. Like yeah. So I feel like you have to have like a legit running back or a legit run game to help him out. So now that he's man. down, I don't know. It could get scary. Man, there, there was just so many things that happened. I mean, this news sheet could have been seven pages long with all the stuff going on. A lot of stuff pissing me off this week, Drew. Me and you want to, there's only me one too. guy that's going to cool this off. And I'll tell you, he should be coming on, right? some comments in here Listen, they're worried I, that the prophet i know we get, come we, on. we get scared sometimes that the prophet's not coming but patience 
is yeah. a virtue, is a Mr. Virtue. Diadimo. Yes. <laughs> Relax. He's the here. prophet is always going to be here. <laughs> My gosh, you guys, you've had too much to talk about this week. What a yeah. crazy week it was this past week. Peeling back the prophet. onion, man. It's, it's been nuts. Well, you know what? It's going to get even worse this coming week. You know, because uh, history shows us that when the moon and Uranus are in line, I, I always thought they were one and the same thing, okay? But, uh, yeah, any when they're in line, the NFL just goes wacky, okay? And this it's week going is going to be the week that it's going to be wacky. It's the hardest week I've had getting ready for the show. Man. But, but I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll <laughs> I'll tell you what, I hope uh, you got all your picks to cover Uranus this week. Who you got that's going to help us out in our uh... – <laughs> yes. Who's, who you got that's going to help us in our fantasy weeks this week? Who's your stardoms, man? Who do we got? Well, you know what, BP, it looks like uh, I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. But, you know, here we go. Okay. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, Geno Smith. And this was a toss-up between – Gino and uh, who's that other guy he's playing against? Uh, oh, Kyler Scurry or Murray, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these two teams, they have no defense, but Gino's got more weapons. He's throwing the ball. He has to throw the ball 40, 50 times a game, and he's got the weapons to do it. You got Gino, put him in your lineup this week, guys. He, oh, hey, he's no, been playing well. well. He's been oh, playing really well. well. You said put Gino in your lineup? Put Gino in your lineup, yeah. So what, oh, so what if I have Justin Herbert as my starter? Well, now you got to make a call. Hey, we got we got the first of some bye weeks, though, right? Your quarterback's on a bye week. He oh, might yeah. be a good pickup to, to get in there because I think it's the first start of the bye week. a couple teams on byes. Yeah, if you were unlucky enough to have Derek Carr or uh, Ryan Tannehill on your team, they're on bye weeks this week. So there you go, man. <laughs> Get Gino. <laughs> I love it, man. Who's who's your got to have him starting guy that's going to tote the rock and uh, carry you to a victory this week? Probably. Tomorrow night's game, Brian Robinson. He started last week, came back from his injury, uh, started last week. Uh, you know, they were playing catch-up. He didn't get a lot of runs. He got 75% of the carries, though. And uh, against Chicago's defense tomorrow night, I, I look for him to have a big game. So you say we should give him a shot? Oh, no, not literally. Figuratively, <laughs> yes, but not literally. He's already going through enough of that, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what, seeing this clip of him coming out uh, in the tunnel to 50 Cent's Many Men, yeah. I don't know if you've heard that song, but man, no, that I was cold that one, but... stuff. That was that was wild. That was pretty cool, man. Now I remember Fifty Cent when he was just a quarter. Uh... <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh hey, man! Don't I get a clip? <laughs> no hey, clip. They don't go back that far. I don't got any black and whites. <laughs> okay. All right, man. Who's your who's your receiver that's going to be out there? That's uh, that's going to be lighting it up. Yeah, I think Chris Godwin, you know, you got him on your roster. Uh, get him in like this it. week going against, uh, I mean, Pittsburgh. You know, they they used to be the steel curtain, man, but they're the silly putty curtain now. I don't know what's going on there. I know watch out. One man can make a big difference, but, man, that, that, that team's bad. Yep. They are bad. 
They're struggling. Yeah, They're struggling for sure. And and Brady, uh, Godwin's one of his favorite guys, him and Mike Evans. So uh, yeah. I think it's a good matchup for him. I like it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And with, you know, Evans should see the double, you know, so Godwin could have a big game this week. Yeah. Um, oh, ab- absolutely. So we got our, we got our stardoms in here, but who's the guy that you're, you're, if you got him on your starting lineup right now, you should go in there and put him on your bench because you're worried about the matchup they got. Let's start off at quarterback. Who's your guy that's taking the snaps that you should uh, sit his butt down? Well, if you got this guy as your starting quarterback, uh, not only put him on the bench, but put him on the waiver wire. <laughs> Russell, Russell Wilson. I mean, oh. my oh, Drew, How do you like that? Let, let, let's go to Drew over there in the top right. What do you think about this? Uh, I, you could have put Russell Wilson on the waiver wire in 2007 at the University of Virginia, but you did. But, uh, okay. I mean, going against the Chargers this week. Uh, well, they at the University of Virginia. Ricky, the University of Virginia camp. Do you remember oh, the story? Camp. I didn't hear the camp. I didn't hear the camp. I didn't hear the word camp at the end. At the University of Virginia in 2007. I didn't. I didn't hear the camp. My bad. I remember the story. My bad. Apologies. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just want to take some pictures. Herbert, Herbert could get uh, could get Keenan Allen back this week. Uh, um, the home team's five and zero. Oh, the last five games. Russell's 0-2 against the Chargers in his career, albeit with Seattle, but still. Uh, and he's terrible. Put him on the bench. <laughs> no, where you should also put him on the bench is in press conferences because I should have brought up this clip because it was the most awkward thing that I've seen any human being okay, do. I call him Dr. Cringe because I just don't think he's <laughs> genuine. He just bothers me. But he shows up to his press conference in his uniform still after Thursday night, which, by the way, he got slaughtered and drug on Twitter for how bad that game was. He goes up there, he gets asked a whole bunch of hard questions, and then right at the end, tell me if this is a natural human response. All right, uh, let's go Broncos. That's right. He just walks off, whole uniform, weirdest thing I've ever seen. Not going to lie. I saw, I saw online there. Like, I was weird. Every American. Every American should get a free month of Amazon Prime for putting us through that game on Thursday night. Amen. Yeah, Amen that was to brutal. That. that was brutal. All right. Well, yeah. who's who's toting the rock that you don't want toting the rock on uh, Sunday? James Robinson. Um, I learned that the hard way. It looks like uh, it looks like the transition has begun to ETN. Uh, ETN. Okay, uh, another English major, but okay. Anyhow, they're they're going up against the Colts this week. Uh, four weeks ago, I told you, you know, home team nine and zero. Jaguars upset the Colts, and uh, the Colts aren't going to upset the Jags this week. I think they're going to put a shellacking on them. Um, the, yeah, Robinson, Robinson, you know, he might get a touchdown from the one. You know, you look at his last game four weeks ago. He had 64 yards rushing, the 37-yard touchdown. And I know you can't take it out because he did it, but the rest of his line was 22 carries for 27 yards. He did nothing that game, and he's going to do it. That's miserable. Yeah, it was bad. That's uh, miserable. All right, who's uh, who's out there catching passes that is not going to be catching passes this weekend because he's going to be locked down? Uh, I, I'm saying Garrett Wilson and any of the Jets receivers. Uh, oh. and, 
and this is simply this is simply a gut feel that uh, Rogers and company they're coming home after that embarrassment last week and I, I have a feeling that they're going to shut this team down this week they're going to show the Jets that you know they're really not that good yeah the Jets are Jets are flying high right now uh, they're all they're all excited but I I, I agree with you there it's tough to beat Rodgers twice, and I think that defense is going to be pretty pissed off after what happened uh, last week for sure. Uh, who's your lock this week? Who's your – I mean, this is a tough week, by the way. If you it, look at that brutal. lineup, there's some really tough matchups. So if you're still in your survivor, by the grace of God, because I know I'm prophet. not, then who you got is your lock. <laughs> or, the, or the grace of the prophet, if you've been following his picks and playing them, Okay. Just remember, BP, if you ain't the lead dog, the scenery never changes, my man. Okay. <laughs> uh, and this team is not my top pick of the week, but I've already used the other ones, and you can't do that in the suicide pools. Uh, I'm going with the Chargers this week as as my lock pick for the audience. Ooh. Ooh. Chargers, and I believe you, that coach scares the hell out of me after what he did this last week of going forward on fourth down. I think they're in their own territory even, and they almost yeah, lost that game by, and Drew, I think you and I were were, were texting in our in our yeah. string there like, what the heck, they almost blew it right there. So he scares the hell out of me, that that coach, but I think he's got a good matchup. Yeah, I agree. That was I mean, that could have been costly to them, but I mean, he, he just played the way, you know, most of the other coaches did this weekend. They were terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Prophet, coaches, I know referees. you got some stuff that you want to talk about. You got some winners. You got some emails. Turn over to you, my friend. Okay. Well, first thing is, uh, guys, remember. Oh, wait, wait a second. Let me say, let me congratulate first the winner of the uh, uh, the win the Prophet money this week. He's uh Number 22 on the field, but number one in our hearts, Mr. BP. Good job, my man. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Brandon there gets we a go. win. It's been a while since I, I almost put my shoulder pads on halfway through that speech right there, right? <laughs> and, and get this, guys. Uh, I was talking with BP, and he said, hey, I only need 20 bucks for a couple of cases of Natty Ice. He said, so put the other five put the other five towards this week's pool. So this week is back to up at 25, okay? It's easy. It's free. It's fun. Get in, guys. And we upped it this week. We're not at 12. We're at 15 that's in there. Let me see who, how many we got in there right now. I know that we had, I think we had five earlier. We Let's did? See. I forgot to join. I'm, I'm getting in right now. Yeah, Drew, you got to get in there. Uh, let's right, see. So add me we in. Got, oh, we're at 12 out of 15 right now. Well, so we got three right. spots left. So if you're not in there, be, make sure that you get in there because it is filling up quick. We're All about right. to be at 13. 25s available to the winner again this week, guys. So get in there. Yeah. If I not, oh, we're at 13 out of 15 already. Or, I'm sorry, okay. 12 out of 15. Next thing I want to bring up, I just want to do another big shout out to the Blitz Nation, guys. You're great. You you watch us, you listen to us, you you must love us. So keep on telling your friends. Let's make this thing the best one going on the net. Oh, it already is. Let's make it a big one now. Okay. Last love it. Last thing I got is my emails. Okay, to ask the prophet. 
first one comes from Philip P., and he writes, Prophet, I have Tony Pollard and Zeke. Who do you recommend I play? Eh, neither. <laughs> Phil, what? Neither, Philip. They're playing the birds this week. Pick up Kenneth Walker. But if you got to, go with Zeke. Okay. Yeah. You think the, you think the birds hey, are gonna be? Hey, the don't you got then? a buddy that's gonna be a little upset about that potentially? Oh yeah. So go with yeah, Zeke. Yeah, he's on, he's on here watching me. He's watching me. But uh, you know what? Hey. Oh well. <laughs> isn't, isn't he a hey, sponsor too? Isn't, for a reason, right? isn't he a sponsor too? We should probably be nice to them. Anyway. Uh, the second email comes from Greg G. You guys may remember Greg G from a couple of weeks back, not listening to the prophet. Okay, he writes, uh, yeah, he, he says, prophet, well, I did it again. <laughs> Guess what? You're done, Greg. Don't email me again. I'm out of here. Oh, Thank man. you, prophet. No prophet. We love you, man. Uh, as always, thanks for all the good stuff, and uh, we'll see you next week, bud. Alrighty. Have a great week, guys. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. See you, probably. Oh man. Man, that guy just kills me. He his face was turning so red it looked like he just got back from the not so virgin islands. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. All right. Well, hey, let's take a look. We got our uh pick'ems in, right? So make sure that you guys get your picks in. We have our fan leaderboard right now. Our overall leaderboard, I think this is the first time that we've had uh, the number one spot stay the same. We got Heedman 55 there with 52 points. Hell of a job. Tap the Rockies at number two. Sitting at number three. And uh, my mom's sitting right there. A, oh, man, she's she's having a hell of a year. We got Ice oh, Cubie at 21. Lee H. Lee H. Uh, sitting is that with, Lee uh, Is that Lee And Herzer? then uh, Radioactive. What is that? Radioactive DK. Sitting at 46, so we got a tight race still. Um, make sure that you get those picks screen. in. You don't want to. You don't want to miss that Thursday night game, even though it might be a sleeper, you know. And then week five looks like we had some big time uh, wins. Uh, I can't even read that right there. Uh, what was that BMAC 400 yeah, at uh, 12 and four? That's a hell of a week right there. Uh, so great job. Great job, everybody. Make sure that you get your picks in. Again, thanks for playing. We love it. And now it's time for our picks. And we got the Lucy's pick of the week here. Uh, guys, we got the Commanders. We got we at the Bears. To? The Commanders are sitting one and four. We got the Bears sitting at two and three. Even Vegas doesn't know who's going to win this game. <laughs> Drew, who do you like for the Lucy's New York so, style pick you know, this week? Lucy's. I'm, I'm learning to love them. I wish I was out in Idaho so I could taste them, but, uh, you know, wait, wait anyway, uh, this isn't, this is going to be the nail in Ron Rivera's coffin. All right. Tomorrow night. Uh, this is, I'm not going to, I might not watch the game. I, I might put it on if there's nothing else on TV, but this is going to be an absolute snooze fest. I got the bears going over in this game by a score of like, Let's say, all right, this is important. All right, so the Bears are going to win tomorrow night by a score of 27 to 6. All right, the Bears are going to be the Commanders. 27 to 6. It's going to be the end of the Ron Rivera era in Washington after throwing his quarterback under the bus. He'll be fired by Monday morning. Let's play this clip back on, you know, next week after I'm right again. Yeah. 
and he'll be fired, and it's going to be the end for him. Uh, yeah. Washington's terrible. The coaching staff is in disarray. You got a, you got Carson Wentz who comes in and uh, on a, a multi, 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 multi million dollar contract, and the 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 head coach just throws him under the bus and absolutely buries him, and that's not going to fly. It's not going to yeah, fly. It was, but they're, it was they're bad. They asked good. why. So for those of you who don't know, this reporter asked Ron Rivera why the Washington Commanders weren't like the Eagles the Dallas Cowboys, the Giants, and up there, what's holding them back? And he said it one answer. He said quarterback. So that's a pretty bold, rough statement to say, throwing your quarterback under the bus. You know, he might deserve it. Um, But, man, last week was a full Carson Wentz experience. Terrible. Man, I'll tell you that. Coach Rick, who you got? Who's your pick? We got got to have points because we got gift cards on the line with Lucy's uh, Pizzeria. Who you got, man, and what's what's the score? I'm going with the Bears, and I'm I'm not too far from Drew. I go twenty-one to three. Twenty-one to three. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. This is it's a bad Washington team. It's a below-average Chicago team. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. Man, I, I go twenty-one to three. I hate to say it because Larry is one of my really good friends. We we text. And uh, if Lee Corso could show up anywhere right now, he'd say, not so fast, my friends, because <laughs> no, I got the commanders this. in this. And no, here's why. They do have a lot of weapons. And whereas the Chicago Bears, they don't. They got Justin Fields, who's like, he, every time he drops back, he's got two or three guys in his face. Okay, That Washington commander's defensive line, they are known to kind of get after the quarterback. Now Chase Young isn't isn't there healthy right now. But there's just a lot of weapons on offense, and I know that Carson Wentz is known to, to make some bonehead plays. I think last week he threw for 350 yards, three touchdowns, also fumbled the ball three times. So it was a full-on roller coaster, but I'm going to go with the commanders here. It is. They are playing for Ron Rivera's job, and I know he just made the, those comments, and I think sometimes those players, it – it just is going to motivate them almost like us versus everybody else. The hell with the coaches, hell with this. We're going to we're going to go out there and, and play our best game. And I think we're going to see the Washington Commanders play desperation football, which is going to be hard for the Bears. Um, I do like the Bears, but I just think the Commanders are have their backs against the wall, and that's a dangerous type of uh, team to play when you're in that situation. So I got the Commanders for our Lucy's. New York style pizzeria pick of the week. And remember, everybody, if it's not Lucy's, forget, forget about it. it. BP, I don't think you gave a score, though. Oh, did I not give a score? I don't okay, think I'm going to go uh, 21. I didn't. Thank you, Drew. I'm going to go 21-13 Washington Commanders mm. uh, against the Bears. And I'm going to send Drew. you for a drug test. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got the Baltimore Ravens at the New York Football Giants. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and get that score pulled up here. So we got the Ravens, who are three and two against the Giants, who are four and one. Who thought the Giants were going to be four and one at this time? Uh, favorites right now are Baltimore. Drew, who do you like in this game? So. I'm going to be at this game. I'm going to be tailgating a little bit. I'm going to have a couple of drinks, and I'm going to have some fun. But I think this is going to be a, a, a great game to attend, a great game to watch. Um, you know, the the, uh, the Giants are playing 
over their heads right now, but I think that kind that comes back to earth uh, this weekend. I got the Ravens going over in this one. I think the uh, they're just going to overpower the the Giants, but I, I I see it to be close. Who you got, Slick? I got the Ravens as well. I think Action Jackson, <clears throat> especially against the uh, the Giants. I just I don't know. I think he he he. I think this game is due. Honestly, um, he dropped two that he shouldn't have dropped. I mean, yes, the defense had a part of it, but I just feel like with all the comments and everything else about who he's not or what he hasn't accomplished or what he hasn't done, I feel like this is like a a, a point-proven type game for him. There's been a lot of stuff involved. Like, if you just look at their first five games, man – if you turn on a Baltimore Raven game, you know it's going to be entertaining. You know it's going to come down to the end, and and there's going to be something exciting that happens. And Action Jackson makes it happen. And I'll be honest, a couple of years ago, I wasn't the biggest fan of him as a player because I felt that he was really limited. I just see him playing so loose right now. He's betting on himself. He's in the middle of a contract year, you know, and the way that he plays – he he's so exciting and he never takes that big shot uh, as far as getting hit, but he's always got the ball. He's all, it's just exciting when he's got, it. he reminds me a lot of Michael Vick. You loved watching Michael Vick play and the, the things that he was able to do on a football field. I'm right there with you guys. I like the Baltimore Ravens in this. I think the giants are on cloud nine right now. That was a big emotional win It's a big emotional win across the pond. They got to come all the way back. They're, they're having a home game against a Ravens team that, you know, they, they want to be in the thick of things, too. And that AFC uh, race is tight. I don't think they're going to be able to stop Lamar Jackson and the things that he's able to do. So I got the Baltimore Ravens as well. Let's keep it moving. We got the Cardinals at the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks and Cardinals, both two and three. Vegas is favoring the Cardinals, two and a half points. Uh, this is going to be every Seahawks game has been high, high scoring, right? It's been, you know, 30 points a game. What do you think of this, Drew? We got Kyler Murray going into the Pacific Northwest. We got the Seahawks who are missing their star running back. Their desperate need of a win. They, they, they played better than my expectations, uh, so far. What do you got in this, Drew? Yeah. So I think this is the, uh, the beginning of the end here for old Cliff Kingsbury in uh, in Arizona. <laughs> I think uh, I think Geno Smith, uh, as uh, as weird as it sounds to say, Geno Smith has been playing relatively well, um, and I think that that's going to continue this week. I mean, this guy's got over thirteen hundred yards passing and, and nine touchdowns here already through the season, and I got the Seahawks going over in this one and. Um, I don't know if they if they move on from King, Kingsbury uh, mid season, but he's definitely one of my guys who's is is getting fired uh, this year. So I had three off the top of my head that I know are going to go: Kingsbury, Matt Rule, and Ron Rivera. Uh, this is just going to add to it. What you got, Slick? I picked Seattle as well. Um, even though they lost Penny with the run game, I just feel like Arizona just hasn't. Mm. I I don't know. They're like it's they're one of those hit or miss teams right now. It's like one one Sunday or one Thursday, one one week they look like a a, 
complete team and then the next week is like i don't know like you just don't know what happened how it happened they're in the game they're out of the game they're back in the game they may win they lose it at the last few seconds few minutes like it's just i'm gonna go with seattle i mean like you said they've been they've been putting up points even though they lost penny but gino gino been playing decent ball i can't i, I can't deny about can't deny that I'm just going to make it simple. Double XP weekend is over. I got Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. I feel like if they lose this game, it's big trouble in Arizona. And I'm not saying that the Cardinals are the easy pick here. I went back and forth on this. The Seahawks really, in my mind, they got nothing to lose, right? There's There wasn't a whole lot of expectations for them. And all yeah. of a sudden, they're right in the midst of this NFC West race. And... This is a big game. This is a huge game. I just think the Cardinals do have too many playmakers uh, that, that are going to be out there. And they're one week away from getting DeAndre Hopkins back, which I do think is a big deal. I think that is a piece of this whole puzzle with what's yeah. going on in Arizona. Kyler doesn't have his number one guy right now. He is struggling, but he doesn't have that guy that's out there that's bailed him out over and over again. I think if they are going to view this game as a way to – we, let's just get through this. If we're three and three, we get Hopkins back. We might be able to kind of be in this thing. I think that's how they're going to view it. And uh, I got the Cardinals in this one, but man, I think it's going to come down to the wire. We'll see what happens. I, I just think that there's too much talent on that Cardinals team, but Seattle plays really tough at home. This is by no means uh, a gimme of a pick uh, at all. Obviously, you know, we we're, we're split on it uh, as well. NFC East battle. This is a huge game. This is a massive game in the NFC East. We got Cooper Rush going in to Lincoln Financial Field to play the 5-0 Philadelphia Eagles who are flying high right now. Drew, I know that that city's got to be having some sort of buzz in it right now. You got the Phillies in the playoffs. The Eagles are 5-0. and And you got the Dallas Cowboys coming to town on Sunday Night Football, baby. What do you think is going to happen this week? You know, I got a, I got some buddies who are diehard Eagles fans, and uh, you know, he made a comment to, in the group chat the other day that he'd rather the Phillies lose the series against the Braves than the Eagles lose against the Cowboys on Sunday night. And I said, "You are an absolute fool," because that is not going to happen. All right, I got the Cowboys coming out, shocking the world on Sunday night football. And they're going to put it to the Philadelphia Eagles, and they're going to give them their first loss. Okay, wow. Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush is going to earn the starting job next week because we talked about it earlier in the show, and he's going to do just enough to get by those Eagles. And I think it might be like a, you know, maybe a twenty-seven, twenty-four type game or a two-point game, but I think the Cowboys are going to come out on top in Philadelphia. Wow, that's big. That's big. What do you think, Slick? I'm going with Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles, and shout out to my old college receivers coach, Nick Sirianni. I'm going with the Eagles. Like, they hot right now. They playing ball. I mean, I do like what Dallas has been doing with Rush, but I'm going with a hot hand. I'm going with Philly. I think I'm right there with you, Slick. I have the Philadelphia Eagles winning this football game. There's a big piece of this that I think we talked about it when we were doing the divisions and there has not been the same 
champion in the NFC East in consecutive years for like, I think it's like 16, 17, 18 years. Like really? it's, it hasn't been that way. And I think the Philadelphia Eagles are looking at the Dallas Cowboys. This is this is that game that really puts them two games up in the division, right? You got the head-to-head, and then you be 6-0. and It is in Philadelphia. That place is going to be loud. And Philadelphia has shown me a couple things already this year. Now, this is going to be the toughest test that they faced on defense by a lot, by the way, because the Dallas Cowboys defense is going to be all over Jalen Hurts. I want to see yeah. how he responds. But they've responded so far this year to adversity. I think they do it again. So I got the Philadelphia Eagles in this game. You didn't give me a question or give me a chance to answer that question earlier, whether it's Cooper Rush or the the Dallas defense. And I think it's the Dallas defense. And I don't think – and like you said, the Eagles have not seen a defense like Dallas yet. And uh, Micah Parsons, Penn State boy, coming home, he's going to be hungry. He's going to be ready to eat on Sunday night. Got to stay healthy, though. Game of the week. We've been waiting for this since the end of that AFC divisional matchup where it was like an arena football game where the Kansas City Chiefs took out the Buffalo Bills. But we got the Bills who are 4-1, and one, who've only lost against the, the Dolphins. We got the Chiefs 4-1, and one, who lost against the Colts. Vegas is... Uh, up on Buffalo right now. I think this is going to be a high-flying game. Buffalo's had all offseason to think about this game. Drew, who you got? This is the Sunday – or no, not the Sunday night game. This is a 4 o'clock game, right? 4 o'clock, yep. Yeah, this is going to be a high-scoring game. Sometimes, you know, if it was if this was a Thursday nighter, I think we might, we might be in for a different story. But this is a Sunday afternoon game. It's going to be high-scoring. Uh, we got two potent offenses who – you know, uh, you know. Admittedly, we didn't know how the how the Chiefs are going to come out losing their losing their top pick in uh or their top guy in Tyreek Hill, but they've come out and they've they've put up points. I got the Buffalo Bills in this game. I think they're going to overpower the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs, uh, you know, there's it, it's it's got to come to a time where there's going to be a little slip up here for the Chiefs. And uh, if if the refs weren't on their side last week, it would have been last week. But uh, you know. Uh, I think it's going to catch up to him this week. I got the Bills going over here. Slick, who you got, man? I'm going with Mahomes. I'm going with the Chiefs and Mahomes. I mean, I definitely like the Bills <clears throat> and what they've been doing this year so far, and I respect it. But Mahomes is one of those guys. I, I put him in that same category with, like, a Tom Brady, uh, a Drew Brees, like those guys. Like, when it comes down to the wire, they, they might start out flat, but when it comes down – to the, like, the third and fourth quarter, you can't count him out. Like he, He's going to figure it out some type of way. Boys, we both played the game. All of us did, right? And we've been in those games where we lost to an opponent that we feel like we really should have beat. And Buffalo had Kansas City beat in that game. They had him beat. There was 13 seconds left. Mahomes did his thing. And these guys, and we, we talk about this, professional athletes who are motivated by, to to do stuff but there's something a little special that's been brewing in buffalo that has been going on it's not the chicken wings you know kyle brandt can come out there and and you know draft picks with the chicken wing (laughs) and all this stuff these guys have had this game marked on the calendar since the schedule came out and they've been having this game in their minds 
I got the Buffalo Bills. If I could put on one of those Lee Corso big Buffalo Bills heads right now, I put it on right now, man, because I got the Buffalo Bills in this game. It's going to be close. I just think Josh Allen is going to make some plays that that Kansas City defense has given up a lot of points. I think they've given up 20 points in each game this season. They're not quite the defensive team that they might have been in years past. I got the Buffalo Bills in this game. And uh, it, it's going to be an exciting one, that's for sure. There's going to be fireworks early on Sunday. Well, boys, we got uh, through those picks. It's going to be a hell of a Sunday. And we got our hot shot of the week. hot shot. All right. It's hot shot of the week time. We'll start it off with Drew. I know. You have a, a special one here. Uh, you have the clip. Oh, man. I finally I mean, got a clip. clip. I got two clips tonight. It. So I'm not, not going to complain know, anymore. Get any clips. All right. Matt, clips, Matt, now all of a you got clips. Matt called me out last week about not being prepared and stuff like that. But, uh, uh, you know, this week I got a couple clips. So uh, my hot shot of the week, do you want to bring up the clip first? Yeah, yes. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Andrews. Real nice to meet you. Your type one? Mark Andrews here who, um, you know, we have a young fan who's a type one diabetic and uh, was holding a sign. And I guess uh, Mark Andrews, you know, suffers from the, the same, um, you know, health, health issue. And uh, it was just a nice thing to see him take time, be, you know, before the game to go over and greet this fan and, and let him know, hey, man, you got a lot of people on your side. Keep fighting and, and you're not alone. And uh, when when you get when you get somebody like that at that age to interact with, uh, you know, a, a professional football player or something like that, that's something that that kid's going to remember for the rest of his life. So my hot shot of the week goes to uh, Ravens tight end Mark Andrews. Thank you, man. Yeah, no worries. That's that's awesome, man. Uh, I love to see that. I absolutely love to see things like that. I think that's how our our professional athletes uh, need to be, and uh, that's a big deal for that kid. You could see. So yeah, sure. Uh, Slick, who you got, man? Who's your hot shot of the week? Um, so for me, I I believe I'm if I'm not mistaken, last week I think I took a shot for the fact that football was we were able to start back football in my area this week i'm going to take a shot for the fact that we actually have a game we actually have a game yeah. it's the difference in saying football is back and you can practice but to actually have practice. a scheduled game practice so i'm taking a shot i'm taking a, a shot to that the fact that we oh, actually yeah. have a game and we're back in our at our season good luck slick appreciate awesome. you bp who you my got? hot shot of the week goes to an Idaho guy, a guy that grew up in Pocatello, Idaho, that played at Highland High School. I had the pleasure of watching him and talking to him when he was in high school and I was in college. And uh, he played quarterback over the weekend for the New Orleans Saints. You guys might know him as Taysom Hill. Mm. He 
played a hell of a game against the Seattle Seahawks. Dude. He had nine carries for 112 yards and three touchdowns. Um, I mean, he's all over the place. He played quarterback at BYU. They used him as a tight end, H-back, whatever needs to happen in New Orleans. Uh, but he had a hell of a game. He also threw a pass, a uh, 22-yarder for a touchdown, which is a perfect quarterback rating, by the way. My <laughs> shot, hot shot of the week is Taysom Hill, buddy. Awesome job. Love to see you doing your thing in the NFL, man. And uh, keep it up. Good job. And guess what? In my fantasy football league, Taysom Hill is listed as a tight end. And our fantasy football commissioner said he's not allowed to be picked up. He, they, 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 they eliminated him, period. The commissioner of my football league, you know, he, I don't know if he's crazy or what, but Taysom Hill is not allowed to be picked up because Man. he's getting quarterback and running back points out of the tight end position. And he's not. I picked him up. Yeah, well, we I play by the rules up. here, Rick. We play by the rules here, pal. All right. You know, I, oh, I, man. I, think, I think he's beating hey, the system a little bit. If he walks like a duck, sounds like a duck, he's a duck. Must he's be listed Vegas, as does. a tight end. Must be Vegas. Well, if you're right. It could be. <laughs> but he's listed as a tight end. Oh, man. I don't well, know hey, how we know get under two hours. Hell of a show. If last week was any indication of what this week's going to be, we're in for a treat, man. Drew, I got time to read that sign. What are you talking about? You don't have time to read this. We went an hour and a half. Man, there's too much to talk about. We're out same time ne uh, next week. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button. I do button. have hair, hit everybody. That notification. Look at this. We love it. Woo! We appreciate you. Look at those locks. We're out of here. Yeah. I got hair, cuz.